The show is here. Yo, our mission is clear. It's time to change healthcare. Have no fear. Today is the day. This is the hour. Together, you know we've got the power. Drop the silos. We're all the same team. Patients, docs, nurses, tech, and marketing. How can anyone be satisfied with the way things have always been? Yeah, we've tried. So join us now. Join the revolution. Digital health is the evolution. Status quo, more like status, no. Yeah, this is the healthcare rap. Y'all, come on, let's go. Welcome to the healthcare rap, where we are ushering in the future of healthcare and the status quo no longer exists where we are challenging assumptions about marketing and technology, and we check yesterday's thinking at the door. Where truth drops like an atom bomb, and knowledge flows like Niagara Falls. Each week we challenge assumptions that have been holding back healthcare marketing, and explain how we can do better. Join us. This is the Healthcare Wrap. Hey, all you out there in the Healthcare Wrap posse, thanks for hanging with us. I'm your host, Jared Johnson, and this is Season 2 of the Healthcare Wrap. This is the place to be if you want to accelerate the transformation of healthcare. I keep saying that every week and that's true. This is where you can help create the digital health experience that happens outside the clinic. In other words, this is the place to be for you if you want to be marketing forward. You can join the posse by listening, subscribing, leaving a review and telling your friends. You can find our full archive of episodes at healthcarewrap.com and hit us up on Twitter at healthcarewrap. Finally, a special thank you to Express Docs, that's Express with an X, by the way, Altera Digital, and the podcast.healthcare network for helping us spread the awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest today is Larry Balin. He's a best selling digital marketing author, and he's actually going to be speaking and keynoting at HCAC, the Healthcare Internet Conference, for the third time. There are not very many folks out there in the universe who can say that, which means they want to keep bringing him back. And I'm excited to have him on the program today. Larry, how are you doing? I'm doing great, actually. Until this very moment, I didn't realize how special I was. Indeed. Three, three times HCIC. I had no idea that I was in a kind of breathing rarefied air. It's a pretty elite club from what I understand. In fact, I'm going to have to do a little fact checking and see if there's anyone else in that club. I know if if so, there's, it's, it's very limited. So, so Yeah, uh, it sounds almost like uh, like bragging rights. That's pretty cool. Well, and to match that, you know, we might have to have you on this program, you know, at least three times, you know, just to yeah, well, make us I feel agree. better. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, we got plenty to talk about, so I don't think it'll be a problem. I think there's all sorts of, of different ways and, and areas that we, we could chat about with you. And uh, for the record, for our listeners, uh, give us a little bit more background about who you are, where you are, and how you got there. Sure. I'm, uh, well, I am, I'm Larry Balin. I am a best-selling author, wrote a couple of digital marketing books that uh, became bestsellers. I am also the founder of a 20-year-old digital marketing company in New Jersey, just about 40 miles outside of Manhattan, uh, located at the historic Jersey Shore. Uh, we are equal distance from Manhattan and Philly, so we're in a, kind of a really good place. When you can go to go to the beach for lunch, it, life doesn't suck. So that's great. But I've been doing this digital marketing thing since, since 1994, since really before it's been a thing. Like I remember waiting 45 minutes to download an MP3. So I've been doing this for quite a while. I spend most of my time flying around the country doing keynotes like at HCIC for a lot of different industries. And my agency works with a lot of mid-size and larger larger size healthcare agencies or healthcare, I'm sorry, healthcare companies, helping them to kind of connect the dots in this digital ecosystem that we're in. But while you're on that, is there anything in particular that, that you're hearing from 
from either clients or prospects? Who, like, is there one single thing that they're all asking you about these days? And then we'll, we'll get into the the topic for the for the, the session. But I'm genuinely curious about that. It's interesting. I just recently had a great conversation with the CEO of a of a very large national healthcare provider that typically, historically, they're publicly traded. They deal with blue chip agencies, most of you are kind of out of Manhattan or LA. And I hear the same thing from a CEO of that caliber to kind of a mid-size brain and spine organization like that we work with here in New Jersey. And it's always about wanting to be able to prove that things work. And that really hasn't changed, to be honest with you. I mean, I've heard that back in 1994 when I founded my first agency and I hear it today, you know, 25 years later, it's always about proving that marketing has a return on investment, proving that marketing dollars being spent turn into revenue for the organization and um, you know what's born of marketing and what's not and just being able to finally prove that. And we've been in digital, that's one of the, the great promises of digital is you've been able to do that and that kind of measurement piece of things. And it gets more complex as time goes on. There's more things you have to do. We don't do one thing anymore. It's now... If we're marketers out there, it's a it's an ecosystem we have to challenge. That you know every interaction is a, is a pivot point to another interaction, another digital interaction, another piece of data gathering. But really, the one consistent is aside from budget. Budget is, is has probably been a consistent since someone hired someone to paint something on a cave wall. Besides budget, it's always about proving out what is born of marketing, and uh, I've been hearing that since the beginning of time. I hear you right there. Interesting, and, and and thanks for sharing that. I know it's a it's always interesting just to know what what's being asked. And with that, there's a lot actually that's being asked at conferences. I'm going to steer this uh, uh, all the way back to HCAC. You know, at the conference, as you know, you know those are the types of questions that are often on attendees' minds anyway. All these things that sound great and that we as marketers can buy into, then we're left with this task of proving its value. And so I'm no doubt, I'm sure that that's something that, that's part of your session as well. And the, the topic itself of your session is fascinating to me. And so that's going to be the topic for our rap battle today. So let's get into that. Rap battle. Rap battle is where we just challenge the way that healthcare has been marketed and created in the past and what experiences that that has created for us as patients and as customers. I should back up a little bit. So the the session that you're sharing, the keynote that you're giving is going to be on Wednesday, November 6th. Uh, HCAC is November 4th through 6th in Orlando. And yours is going to be Wednesday morning, and it's it's called uh, Fingertips to Footsteps, Marketing in the Age of Assistance. Uh, let's unpack that a little bit. You know, I, I'm curious, where's your starting point on that? And kind of what, what's the premise of your session? Well, I mean, my starting point is always I warn people that I'm from New Jersey. So I have to give them a kind of a chance to leave if they want to. And the starting point is after that, the jumping off point is, is just setting a tone for the world that we're in, is that the... The, you know, the days of digital past are over of knowing one thing or being able to, to have a check your digital marketer checklist. And as long as I get these things done, I'm marketing, I'm, I'm hitting the ground and running. The fact of the matter is, it's a very noisy world. I typically start out with trying to explain how just how noisy this world we live in is. I mean, there's 87 different varieties of Oreos. That's noisy for a cookie, right? So when you, you walk into a cookie aisle, 
in your favorite grocery store and there's just floor to ceiling 87 varieties is kind of crazy there's 45 varieties of tide only two are delicious that i know of but there's 45 different different varieties of just one brand of, of dish of a uh, clothing detergent it is a crazy competitive noisy world and thinking of trying to think about digital marketing or marketing in general, even even the fact that it's, it's so noisy out there, you can't even separate digital from traditional marketing anymore. They're, it's just marketing. So it's just marketing. They're all touch points to a consumer, touch points to someone in their journey that you want to connect with and you want them to do a thing. You're out there promoting a thing. You want someone to connect with that thing and do something because they connected with it. You have to be everywhere and everyone else wants to be there too. Everyone else wants to be in front of that person. So my jumping off point is really showing people how how really this takes a lot of thought to get this right. And you can't just tiptoe through it anymore. You know, there is no, no such thing as dipping a toe in the water, especially in healthcare, forget it. But healthcare marketing is ferocious. There's there, you're, everyone is up against it. If you're not the behemoth, you're up against the behemoth. And even behemoths are up against other behemoths. So it's a very noisy world. And as, as someone who doesn't necessarily work in healthcare, as someone who almost supports healthcare, but more so is a patient, is a, a consumer of, of healthcare and healthcare goods and services, you can, it's a very confusing market as well. So not only you're bombarded with everything, but then as a consumer, you have to try to figure it out. And as marketers, we have to try to bridge those gaps. And we have a lot of weight in our shoulders nowadays, far more than ever before. So tell me more about that, because I we hear a lot of, at conferences like this that the perspective of those who have not you know, been immersed in healthcare is often refreshing and also can kind of lead to some innovative thinking in the way that we, we just tend to get stuck in a rut in the ways that we are trying to market healthcare. And that might come down to creating our, you know, the digital experience that leads up to the content that we've been creating that eventually gets somebody in a funnel somewhere and, and, and drives right. you to a, you know, to a certain clinic somewhere or to schedule a procedure. And it's hard to not feel that that's being commoditized in and of itself as healthcare starts to mature with digital. And you know, anything else from your perspective that you've observed about healthcare as we're all here in the trenches trying to figure things out? I've noticed in healthcare, as opposed to other industries, healthcare is the least disruptive. And disruption is an element that I believe healthcare could benefit from. When you live in a, in a noisy world, the only way to get attention is to disrupt that noise, not to add to it. And uh, I know just on my way home from my office every day, I passed four billboards that are healthcare related. And, the, and to me, they're all, they're, they're four unique brands. And as far as I'm concerned, the logo is interchangeable to the message. They're just, it's the same thing over and over again. No one is giving me a reason to choose them when I'm in need. And to your point, People are in the funnel for various reasons in healthcare. Depending on your type of organization, you could be in that immediate bottom of funnel, I need an urgent care now. Or I can be more on top of top of the funnel trying to learn a little bit more about a procedure. I could be a caregiver. It's such a variety and a mix of where customers are. But the one thing that I don't see in healthcare, which I am going to talk a lot about at HCIC, is about being disruptive and how do you push that envelope because it is tough i mean you know, we consider when we're bean counting we're, we're considering leads and customers we're considering people we touch customers of a business and, and it, the underpinnings of healthcare that's what it is it is a business and they are customers but they're also there's this layer of it's patient 
And being a patient who is a customer, these customer patients or patient customers, that adds a layer of touchiness, meaning you have to really think through how you connect with people in a, in a certain way. And when you start to, to want to layer on a level of disruption to stand out from a competitor, you have to do that in a very thoughtful way as well. So you know, we don't have the, the luxury in healthcare. Healthcare marketers don't have the luxury of doing like a, a dollar shave club model where you can kind of just kick the door in and scream and curse and, and have something wacky and crazy and still expect to derive the confidence that you want out of someone to choose you in healthcare. So we don't have a lot of luxuries in healthcare that other marketers get to enjoy day in and day out. So it, may, it means that we have to be much smarter marketers in healthcare. It means we have to really think through things. And you, know, you mentioned commoditized commoditization of marketing in healthcare. That's exactly what it is. And that really just adds to the noise. As a patient, you just become blind to things. Uh, like years ago, people developed banner blindness. We stopped looking at the top of web pages because that's where banner ads were served. So we developed this kind of sensory filter that immediately stops certain synapses from firing in our brain that want us to allow us to remember or choose when there's so much noise. And the average person is bombarded with roughly about 2,000 messages a day, marketing messages every single day. Well, your brain will just filter those things out at this point. They just bounce off. And if you want to make that meaningful connection, we have to come up with better ways to connect. If customers retain 95% of a message when they see it on video, but only 10% of a message when they read it, why are you still using print-only brochures to get your marketing across? Express Docs is here to bring you into the future. Introducing Print Plus Video, their newest technology that pairs the effectiveness of video marketing with the portable convenience of print marketing. Print Plus Video is a customizable brochure that's equipped with an LCD screen to clearly display your message to your audience in a way that resonates with them. Whether you're fundraising, recruiting, or any project in between, Print Plus Video helps you create an engaging experience that captivates your audience and increases conversion. For more information on Express Docs Print Plus Video, contact an Express Docs rep at 866-977-3627. That's 866-977-3627. Or visit expressdocs.com slash the healthcare rep. That's Express, beginning with an X. So anything that comes to mind when you're talking about that, because uh, the billboards are a perfect example where you just mentioned no one is giving you a reason to choose them when you're in need. And that is something that's different in healthcare. Typically, you're not being marketed to at the time when you are ready to purchase. You know, it depends, you know, if it's a strategic service line, you know, if it's an elective procedure, uh, that kind of thing, sure. Or even urgent care wait times. Like there are examples where that is the norm, but then all the marketing that's being done in between those touch points, it can be, it, it can be very noisy. Like you said, what else are you not seeing when you said, so no one's giving you a reason to choose them. What else are you not seeing in healthcare marketing? Well, it's, it's and it's more so a reason to remember them. So most of the billboards I see are, are hospitals. So they're hospitals that are you know promoting the services of that hospital or the specialties of that hospital. So when I'm driving by this billboard, and it's no different than online, if I see an ad or some, something of that nature, uh, they've determined that they've done, you would hope someone has done some demographic background and checking that the billboard is on a road that potential customer patients, you know, these digital patients are passing every day. So people that are going to a specific location and in that location would be people that can engage with those services that are on that billboard. 
And on online, this would be the same thing, that there's a certain demographic, male, female, average age, income levels, affinities, all these this wonderful targeting you can do to say, okay, that's the perfect person to be in front of. And that's all well and good. And, and a lot of people know how to do that. But then you layer on this forgettable message of you know, two happy people smiling at each other and then some tagline and a, and a healthcare logo. It's been the same forever. It gives me nothing to remember them by. There's nothing there. If it's, I can guarantee that if we're, if we're talking about, you know, there's either going to be a picture of a mom with their kids. It's going to be a picture of a kid. It's going to be, if it's, if it's something senior, then it'll be two seniors smiling at each other. It's the same thing over and over and over and over again. So there is nothing that's going to grab hold in my mind, in my longer term memory for the point at which I would need those services. So that's what needs to really happen. I would almost say even eliminating those imagery and replacing it with a word or a phrase or something that just makes the repetition take hold, do its job and connect with me as opposed to these very soft image, soft images that are more meant for brochures than they are at something I'm passing at 65 miles an hour or even passing at my less than a second of, of interest on a website. Uh, seeing it for a second and knowing that most people don't ever remember the things that they don't click on. So even giving someone that opportunity to click on something because we know they're the right person. We've, we've done our homework. We know the mathematics of the perfect customer. We know what makes up the perfect customer and we can put a message in front of that perfect customer where they are in the funnel of need or not need at all. If we decided to put a message there, we should put enough effort forward to create some sort of interaction. I couldn't agree more. I need a dime, ain't faking a bump. So you crank out content, but it's getting stale. It might be nutritious, but it tastes like kale. You're down with finding a way to up your marketing game. Yeah, but when you look for help, everyone seems lame. We're Ultera Digital. Google us and see. We're spelled like ultra with an extra E. We'll help you market forward. Google us and look. We're Ultera Digital. It's off the hook. Hey guys, this is Jared. Ultera Digital is just another name for our consulting team that helps you when your content, your strategy, or your brand is getting stale. You know, like that chocolate glazed donut that was a little piece of heaven in the morning, but when you left it on your desk until 4.13 in the afternoon and you went to finish it off, by then, mm, not so heavenly, was it? By now, you know our philosophy that content is the future, but only when it engages audiences and it isn't a snooze fest. And you've heard how we roll. The healthcare rap, what you're listening to right now is Exhibit A. We don't do boring. So if your content, your special event, or your strategy is getting stale, let us help you give it that spark, that rhythm, that new life you're looking for. Ultera Digital, marketing forward. Okay, now back to the podcast, right? Because it's pretty legit. What would you hope that attendees walk away from your session with? Because I, I know this is kind of the, the heart and soul of, of what you're sharing is kind of presenting the, this new world that we're attempting to market to. So what, a couple of things maybe that, uh, that you hope attendees would walk away from your session with. Exhaustion. I hope they're mentally exhausted at the end, <laughs> of, the end of that session, that, that there's just so much information that it just... I've done a great job if I've made them mentally exhausted to that they know that this is just such an undertaking to get this right, that they really have to start paying attention and being serious about it. Yeah, and I'm only slightly kidding about that. I really do want people to be ready for a nap afterwards. And that'll be my goal. 
But the one thing I would love for people to take away is this concept of making the absolute best connection possible. And the way to do that is to understand that as marketers, and I'll include myself and, and, and Jared, you as well in that, we are marketers. Our job is to persuade someone we have a thing to sell and we have to connect with someone who looks like they might want that thing or have interest in that thing. And we have to get them to choose. And that's the operative word, choose. To choose that thing. I want people to be much better when I leave my session at getting people to choose them, not just find them. Find them is very much the starting line. Nothing wonderful happens if just by being found. You still have to be chosen. And the difference there is the skill set required. The skill set for being found and the skill set for being chosen are wildly different. Chosen is more of a sales process. It, create, it needs sales acumen. And the best marketers understand sales because that's our job, right? Our job is to be part of that sales funnel. Our job is to feed the sales funnel. So if we don't know why people buy and why they don't, what persuades, what influences, you can't possibly be a good marketer. You may call yourself a good marketer, but you're kidding yourself if you don't understand that persuasion element. So really understanding how to get rid of, and the best example of this is, is Amazon. Amazon is a great example for a lot of things, but how to get rid of barriers of people saying no, not choosing you. One of the things I will talk about is I will use Amazon as a, as a disruptor or they're the ultimate marketer they're the ultimate, because they're the ultimate salesperson. Every possible reason you could think of for saying no to Amazon, they work on eliminating that reason. They work on getting rid of that objection and they have seven different ways in which to deliver a package. And if you really think about it, find a porch in America that hasn't had an Amazon package on it. They really spend most of their time figuring out ways to remove barriers of people saying no. They've given everyone every possible reason to say yes to them. And that's the magic because they focus so much more on being chosen than anything else. And I really want people to walk away with the notion that they have to spend more time not just being found, but being chosen. Hey, everyone. If you're a member of the Healthcare Rap Posse, then you know the show is here and the mission is clear. That mission is to spread the awesome of healthcare digital marketing. And did you know one of the best ways to spread the awesome is by attending HCIC, the Healthcare Internet Conference, November 4th through the 6th in Orlando, Florida. Hi, I'm Laura Clemens, Director of Strategic Operations at Greystone, inviting you to join hundreds of the best and brightest minds in healthcare digital marketing at HCIC. This is set to be our biggest year yet. We offer 72 sessions covering topics including CRM, voice search, podcasting, measurement, social media, patient acquisition, and the list goes on. You can hear proven success stories and learn how to stay ahead of the curve of what's coming next in digital marketing. One of the favorite comments I hear from attendees is that they have found their tribe at HCIC. It's a place to recharge your batteries and network with colleagues from hospitals and health systems around the country. Where else can you connect with hundreds of colleagues who are dealing with the same challenges as you on a daily basis? That's what the conference is all about. You can find your tribe at HCIC too. Go to hcic.net to learn more and get registered today. See you there. I love it. I think that's going to give us a lot to sink our teeth into. So I'm really looking forward to the session and I appreciate you giving us even a little bit of a, of a sneak peek there in terms of kind of setting the stage for us. It's going to be a great session, no doubt. And again, that's, that's going to be on Wednesday, November 6th. So the final day of the conference. 
And we got one more quick segment here that we'll just roll right into. It's called Keeping It Real. Keeping It Real. Keeping it real is just one simple question because I like to think that we are better marketers of healthcare when we kind of take a step back and we think about our potential impact to do more than just drive growth. You know, we've got to do that, but but we have opportunities to actually kind of recreate the whole healthcare experience in a lot of ways because of how well we know healthcare consumers and patients and, and customers these days. So that's where this comes from. And the question for you, Larry, is just one thing. It's what's one thing that marketers can do better to improve healthcare itself? So I think the thing, the one thing that marketers, we as marketers can do to improve healthcare itself is to realize who we're speaking to. Not so much that we're speaking to people. And again, I'm from New Jersey, so the kind of whole softer conversation eludes me most times. Uh, it's not about we have to be nice and we have to be sweet and we have to be polite and all, all of those types of things. It's that we have to understand that People search for the sorry, they search for the problem, not the solution. So we have to understand the problems our our potential customers have. And I think as marketers, we don't, especially in healthcare, we don't speak to the problem, we speak to the solution. So I think that type of changing a lens in which you look at that we look as marketers look at healthcare targets, healthcare patients, healthcare customers needs to dramatically change in our messaging. And it, we really have to focus on that this is very real for the people that are doing these searches. It's not just about getting an appointment. And for a lot of my healthcare clients, because they are, it is a business and that's understandable. The goal is that. And when it's about marketing and you mentioned urgent care and how long the wait is and those types of things, those are all persuasion elements. And they understand that that's a problem. And someone wants to get in right away. I'm in pain. I have a problem. I need something that's called urgent care. It has urgent in the word, in the, in the name of what the business is. And we have urgent care clients, so I, I get that. But we have to do a better job at understanding that these people that we're targeting have very real, real problems. They're not just targets. We are going to make a much better connection with them if we satisfy their need in a positive way. And that's what has to happen. We have to get them to the right thing. And if we're not the right thing, we have to stop connecting with them because then we do damage. We get in their way of getting a problem solved and we do damage to our brands. So we really have to get much better at understanding who we solve a problem for and understand that they're real people. And in healthcare specifically, these are problems that, that are in a lot of cases emotional and very near and dear to their hearts. And these are health problems that people have. We have to kind of understand that a lot better. So we're not, we're not in front of the wrong people. And we're saying the right thing. Uh, I couldn't agree more, Larry. And I think that helps so much to even phrase it and think about it that way. We've just got to keep doing this this type of exercise of thinking differently about marketing and looking through different lenses, like you were saying, and, and be able to do this differently. That's what it's going to take. And it's going to take this constant effort continually from here on out because marketing, like our role is just never going to be the same as it once was. So thank you for that. Spot on. If our listeners want to get connect with you, I know they can check you out at HCIC. If they want to, in the meantime, how do they connect with you? What's the best way? Yeah, for them I mean, to do it's that? easy. It's easy nowadays. You can Google Larry Bellin or go to LarryBellin.com or find me on Twitter or Facebook or Insta or, or any number of other things, LinkedIn. But LarryBellin.com is the quickest, easiest, and everything else is a jumping off point there. Or just Google my name and, and you'll find 
far more of me than you want to find. I can validate the part that it is easy to Google you and find you. It's fantastic. So thanks for joining us on the program today, Larry, and, and look forward to meeting you at HCAC. Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me. It was a great conversation. So thanks again to Larry for joining us this week. And thank you listeners for tuning in. Don't forget to join the posse. Listen, subscribe, leave a review and tell your friends. Healthcare Wrap is an Ulterra Digital production and a member of the podcast.healthcare network. So on behalf of Larry and myself, keep marketing forward. Thanks. And that's a wrap. Thanks.